guys. Welcome back to Rave Culture Podcast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. Thank you guys so much for being here for episode 21. This is the Electric Zoo special edition episode. Uh, today is all about eZoo. It is going to be a festival recap, um, review of absolutely everything. And you guys, I'm going to be telling you how it all went down this past weekend. If you can't tell by my voice, I have party girl voice right now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I went through it. I'm fucking exhausted. I'm so behind on all my shit. I'll just fill you in on the behind the scenes. It's like 8.15 p.m. right now on Tuesday. I'm literally recording and editing this tonight to be up at 7 a.m. tomorrow. So clearly you can tell I had a good time. I'm totally exhausted myself and uh, my life is in shambles. So that's how we're kicking off this episode. Welcome, you guys. <laughs> if you're new and you're just checking out this um, this podcast for the first time, thank you guys for being here. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm really just going to jumpstart like right into the content because I know we have a lot to go over today. Uh, just so you guys know what you can expect, I'm going to w- be walking you guys through how each day went. I went all three days of the festival this past weekend. I'm going to give you guys my um, pros and cons list because I do have a lot of feedback on this festival and I've gotten um, a lot of messages from you guys who are curious to hear my opinion so I will be very very open and honest with you guys about that and yeah I want to talk about how the meetups went for sure we definitely have to go over that and my favorite sets of course I want to talk about the music for sure because at the end of the day this is a music podcast so that is what you can expect from this episode um yeah off the start here I just want to mention again you guys please screenshot and share this you know send it to your Twitter to your Instagram stories uh, tag me tag at rave culture cast uh, or yeah at Emma Capotis that's my personal account um, I appreciate you guys sharing and spreading the word about it uh, I brought my rave culture podcast flag for the first time to Izu. I'm going to talk about that but it was the best thing I ever did I'll just say that off the bat uh, it was so cool to meet as many of you as possible and use that as like my beacon up in the sky for you guys to spot me in the crowd and I just felt so proud having that with me and my friends were like running around with it and waving it and it just felt surreal so I'm so happy that I got to represent the podcast this past weekend as well and I'm so thrilled that you guys are enjoying the content every week uh it truly truly just makes me happy so I'll say say that off the bat it went really well um I will quickly mention if you guys weren't already aware I have a YouTube channel it's just under my name Emma Capotis I already at this point have posted my Friday vlog so you guys can go check that out it's 20 minutes full uh, recap of how that went and then uh, episode episodes <laughs> vlogs part two and three will be going up this week and this weekend uh, that's the next thing I'm gonna be hustling on all week but oh my god I have so much footage to share with you guys and I really like went into this festival trying to capture even like the little details and all those things because as I go to these festivals I'm sort of figuring out the things that you guys want to see from me so things like drink and food pricing um sound bleed issues with stages how the meetups go and just like stage design all those little details I definitely wanted to capture in these vlogs so you guys will definitely see that in them so definitely stay tuned and go subscribe over there if you aren't subscribed already uh like I said again you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Rave Culture Cast. That's at Rave Culture Cast. And my personal accounts are at Emma Capotis. That's E M M A. K-A-P-O-T-E-S. Lastly, one quick thing I want to mention before we jump right into this. I am taking submissions for an upcoming episode. I briefly mentioned this last week, but I wanted to do one massive Q&A episode. So anything related to like EDM, festivals, music, even personal questions, podcasts, YouTube, whatever you guys have questions about, um, upcoming festivals you guys have, things you need advice on, situations you're in, that's like related to all the stuff that we have going on over here please send me your emails um, and submit things to raveculturecast at gmail.com raveculturecast at gmail.com that helps me sort it all together um, because sometimes I forget to check my DMs for this so definitely send it there because it'll be seen and yeah and that'll be a massive like Q&A episode and it'll just be fully dedicated to answering your guys's questions topic juggling like really tackling all of a bunch of different subjects in one big episode. So please send me your emails, voice memos, whatever it is, to raveculturecast at gmail.com. Okay, I think that's all I have for the intro today, guys. No EDM news. 
no nothing. So I just wanted to start off by saying a massive, massive thank you to anyone who I ran into this weekend and had the pleasure of meeting, especially you guys who got to come out to the meetups on Saturday and Sunday. I can't even tell you how much you guys made my whole weekend. Thank you for stopping me to just say hello, to trade candy, um, to tell me that you've really been enjoying the podcast and my videos, you know, you guys telling me that you find them helpful, that it helped you feel more prepared, that, you know, you enjoy watching it at work. Like, I forget, one of the girls told me um, that she gets in trouble at work because she'll be listening to my podcast and her boss yells at her to get off her phone. I thought that was fucking hysterical. So thank you guys so much for sharing all of your stories and for taking the time to come out and come up to me. Uh, yeah, it's like the best thing ever getting to interact with you guys in person. You bring so much energy and you're so positive and serious. Seriously, we have the coolest fucking family ever. My friends were just saying, like, it was cool for them to see, like, the interactions, too, because my best friend Vicky was there on Saturday, and she wasn't at EDC, and my boyfriend Brian was there on Sunday. So, like, for them to just be in this community as well and see, like, this whole thing that we have going on, it was weird for them, but they, they thought it was so cool as well. So, yeah, it just was, like, such a pleasure meeting all of you guys, and I thought everything went well with the meetups. I'll talk a little bit about it in the day in the breakdowns of the day here but also this is gonna be on YouTube you guys it's on YouTube every week so if you guys want to watch at home excuse me for staring at my phone a lot today but I wrote down so many notes throughout the weekend just so that I wouldn't forget things and I also I'm gonna go through my photos here because that will help me uh get the order of everything that happened down correctly (laughs) okay so let's get into it I will say about this festival So I'm from New Jersey. This is sort of like more of a hometown festival. You know, it's in my area. I don't really have to travel too much for it. Too much emphasis on that. But... You know, like I said, I got to have more of my friends with me this time and it's like a no-brainer. I didn't get to go last year because I was on vacation, but I had gone the two years before. This was hands down my favorite year I've ever gone to Izu. I personally, and I know people had different opinions online, I had the best time ever. I was going to curse there, but I just left it out. <laughs> I I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I seriously thought the vibes were so good. There were, of course, exceptions. Not everything is perfect. My cons list is pretty big, but I don't know. I thought the music was incredible. The production was really good. The vibes is just what it is. I know a lot of people will say, talk shit about New York festivals and say that the crowds can be rude or like not the nicest, but I thought overall the whole weekend the vibes were so good and everyone I met was like perfectly lovely and it was very high energy. I will say that like we got there early every day but even like the sets that were at 3 p.m. like these people were going fucking nuts. It just seemed like it was such high energy. The music was incredible. So overall I will say I 100% recommend Izu. I had so much fun. I would definitely go back next year. I probably am only going to go Saturday and Sunday next year just because like your girl this weekend took a toll on my body and I could probably do with two weekends and I will say it was the expensive and the travel from New Jersey and of of course you guys can probably attest to this if you travel in for this um it took me almost two hours if not a little bit more door to door every single day I went back to New Jersey every day the Ubers and the ferry pass alone were like almost as much as the the tickets. I haven't added everything up, but it was fucking expensive. So I will probably do two days next year, and I think that would be plenty. But overall, guys, thoroughly enjoyed myself. I think you'll see that in the vlogs (laughs) when you watch them. Okay, so let me take you guys day by day. So Friday, I went with my little Tara and then her brother Eric, and he had a bunch of friends there that he was meeting up with, but the three of us went together. Um, I will say Friday seemed like a rush every day. Every day I felt like I didn't have enough time to get ready and I know I take a while to get ready but does anyone else feel like that like the day of comes and I was like rushing to do my makeup I tried to do these like neon braids and bubble braids in my hair and I kept fucking it up and I got so frustrated so I ended up doing nothing to my hair and I just like left it as is and I get to Tara's apartment in Hoboken and we pre-gamed a little bit and you know put our candy on and got our outfits together you know the whole thing and yeah I had like everything ready to go I had packed all my stuff before I packed my lunchbox hydration pack shout out to them for keeping me hydrated all weekend and keeping all my stuff safe I love that lunchbox fam um and yeah and so we (laughs) drank a little bit we took an uber into the city which was about a 40 minute ride with traffic and we get to the ferry and I guess the ferry had just started running we actually got there pretty early I want to say it was like 2 30 or something and we were all like we really have to use the bathroom (laughs) and there were no 
porta potties at the ferry. So we started running around Manhattan trying to find the nearest bathroom. The looks that I got on the street, you guys, like I was a little bootylicious on Friday. I've never felt more judged in my entire life. But you know what? Who really cares? So then we decide we pass a bar and we were like, let's just go in and buy shots so we can use their bathroom. <laughs> so that's what we did. We went into a random um Mexican bar and got I got to kill a shot and I didn't need that it was like a double shot so that further made me drunk and yeah and then anyway we took the ferry um I will say the ferry was pretty smooth I like I really recommend it if you're coming from Manhattan or you're coming from New Jersey um it just goes from the east side of Manhattan and takes you up it's about a 20 minute ferry ride I want to say but it was pretty smooth um ferry tickets I think are ridiculously expensive it's one thing I'm not gonna argue with anybody on I think it's ridiculous um but besides that I thought that the ferry went really well and had no issues with that transportation so we did that we got into the festival let me pull up um who I saw on Friday as well we wanted to get there early to see Bijou and we ended up missing him we weren't there on time so the first person we saw was Destructo at main stage um I'll say this now I loved main stage design I know people always complain they they loved when the main stage was those anim were the animals but I don't know I thought it looked fucking sick at nighttime it was beautiful and they had great production the sound was incredible on Sunday I was standing like all the way in the back like really far and I could still hear clearly so I really really liked main stage so we went and saw Destructo I met people like as soon as I walked in because I put the flag up right away um oh I forgot security I can't skip security um Izu is notorious for having like really tough security I feel like everyone knows that everyone always asks about it how does it go Friday was the easiest day for me Saturday and Sunday they like tore apart my bag and like really went through everything they have drug dogs which were sniffing up everybody and going they were pulling people out left and right and they had a little tent to the side where they were searching people um I did read a couple stories of people online saying that they really were like thoroughly searching people. Like the last day, the woman security guard that I got, she was like, you don't have anything illegal on you, do you? I was like, no. And she was like, all right, you don't have any pills because we just caught somebody who had pills. I was like, nope, I don't have anything on me. So yeah, it's tight. You got to be careful. I mean, was there plenty of weed inside the festival? Yeah, but I mean, you just got to risk that sweating to death like having a dog come sniff you so security is tough I got in with my camera every day I was really happy it does not have a detachable lens so I think that's why I was okay but anyway they have a very long list of prohibited items it's just one of those things with New York they're extra safe um so that you know that was one thing I just had to mention so we went straight to get food we of course hit up Big Mott's food truck the first day that's like one of the best if not like a crowd favorite uh it's just these really big mozzarella sticks but they're super bomb so we got that the first day and um overall you guys you guys will see in the vlogs i put some food pricing in there and drink pricing it's definitely pricey like alcohol i would say so they have these areas that are like 21 plus areas not everything is like that you can buy drinks beer and canned wine and walk around with them but the 21 plus areas if you buy cocktails in there you have to finish them in there before you leave i think i got like a tequila drink that was like 16 bucks but the beers and the Mike's Hard Lemonades like tall cans were like 12 so that was around the range of the pricing food was similar like 10 to 14 dollars I think the chicken fingers and fries we got two of the days which were good were 14 dollars so it just like all adds up and one thing I forgot to mention Izu is a cashless event so you can add money to your wristband beforehand or when you get there they have top-up stations and you can use a card or cash to top up but you can't pay for anything you have to use your wristband and tap it so I ended up not spending a lot of money on Friday Sunday I probably ate and drank the most but anyway we got the big mod sticks this is one mistake we made and again I've been going to festivals for how long and I still make mistakes we only ate I think I had two big mod sticks that was the only thing I ate at the festival the entire day and that really screwed me over later because I was hella hungry leaving the festival and I had a couple drinks like I said so I was hung over around like 6 p.m. again big mistake i pre-gamed a little bit too hard and we did not expect it to be as hot as it was on Friday and Saturday like it was almost 90 degrees on Friday and the sun was just like beating down my face gems melted off I had to rip them off I was fucking pouring sweat uh, my makeup still looked fabulous obviously guys um but anyway so we went and saw Destructo first he was really good then we went to the all my friends stage which was this like tented area it was a smaller tent uh 
inside it was really cool i would say that was the biggest vibe the whole weekend anytime we were in the all my friends tent which tended to be more house music best crowd in there such high energy such good vibes hot as fuck um i don't want to get into my cons yet but like one of my cons is the layout of this tent like the, the whole layout of the whole festival is probably one of the biggest cons. That's the biggest complaint everybody says. It felt very cramped. Everything was on top of each other. Such fucking horrible sound bleed. But when you were actually at the stage in front of it, like in, in the vicinity, you only heard that stage. But like anywhere you were walking around or standing in between two stages, you could hear the other one. So sound bleed was terrible. But Omnam was good. I really liked that. Then we went over to Nitty Gritty Back to Back Wookie at the Riverside stage. That's the one that was like the circular stage. It was right by the entrance um, and exit of the f- people getting on and off the ferry. It was literally on top of the hilltop tent. Again, stupidest thing ever. If you were standing on the left side of the Riverside stage, you could hear hilltop. Um, it was a hot mess. I'll get into the Seven Lions disaster in a minute. But But yeah, nitty gritty, so fucking fun. They came out in matching overalls. And again, this is the second time that I only got to see like 25 minutes of a nitty gritty set. But what I heard was incredible. And I'm going to have to go see him for a full set at some point. But that was so fun. Uh, And then next up, we went to go see my man, Oliver Heldens absolute favorite if you guys have been around you know I'm obsessed with him it was flawless it was flawless he kills it every single time Uh, I have videos of me shuffling like crazy that I had my high-low mask on literally loving life he couldn't do no wrong in my book so we loved that then we stayed at main stage for Cascade I haven't seen Cascade in a while and he's one of those artists that like I absolutely love listening to his music but one of the sets we saw at EDC Vegas like didn't do it for us and we ended up leaving him early so I had that taste in my mouth since that last set and I'm I'm so happy I stayed for him because this was a million times better. It was so much fun. He played a million throwbacks. I love him. It was really great. And again, like he did the sunset um, set. So the lights were coming down and the stage was like lighting up and it was beautiful so sound was incredible at that stage I had my sound earplugs in all weekend you guys again I cannot recommend that more these stages are so fucking loud we were so close at the all my friends stage um and Eric Pritz on Saturday at the Hilltop Arena oh my god how loud it was oh I'll have to talk I gotta write a note down I just remembered something um okay so let me just get through this okay so then the next thing we did on Friday we went and saw um Walker and Royce at the all my friends stage guys I might I might say this it's a close tie but Walker and Rice was the we slept on them it was the best set of the night in my opinion oh my god Eric Prids also but like Walker and Royce surprised the shit out of us we had the most amazing time amazing time it was such a vibe we were hanging out with everybody around us shuffling it was fucking incredible the whole crowd was so into it I had never seen them such a good like house duo it was incredible I cannot wait for that set to come out so yeah Walker and Royce do not miss them if you guys get the opportunity it was incredible and then to end the night we went and saw Eric Pritz, Eric fucking Pritz. Um, he was playing main stage. Guys, you will see in the vlog, we all got chills and I started crying because he came out to every day and like that's my favorite Pritz song. I'm like, I have the biggest smile on my face right now. He, he is just a legend. He is an absolute legend. Um, the one thing I'll say, and I saw some feedback, people were like saying some negative things about his set on Friday that they didn't really like it that much. I will say out of the two sets, Friday and Saturday, Saturday was, 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10 one of the best sets I've ever seen him do it was fucking incredible Friday um may not have been in like the top three that I've seen him perform before but it was still like looking back on the f- footage I had chills I literally ha- that has never happened to me I had chills all over my entire body Eric and I were looking at each other like uh, the hair was standing on my arms it was so good so anyway so he did main stage um he played some Serez D songs which I wasn't expecting that's like his darker techno alias that he does so it was incredible they had lasers um I think it's just main stage in general at festivals I will say sometimes the crowd can like completely affect your situation I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this depending on like who is around you that might affect how the set is so there were definitely people around us who like weren't dancing and weren't weren't that into it and we were going crazy versus the all my friends stage much smaller everyone there is like really into the artist like I forget who was at the same time as Walker and Royce but like everyone else was at all of the other stages fuck I forget who was playing maybe it was excision or something so we kind of like picked the group that like not as many people were at and that's why it was so good because the people really wanted to be there versus Prids I think there was it was a more main stage crowd 
you know, so there were some people who probably weren't as into it. Anyway, so that was Friday. I felt horrible leaving Friday. Horrible. You won't see it in the vlog because you can tell like I don't really have an ending to the vlog. So from I think I had heat, like heat stroke or heat exhaustion. I drank too much. I only ate two mozzarella sticks the entire day. I had 30,000 steps. I was like my body was bruised and broken and getting the ferry home and then the Uber all the way home like I felt horrible. I thought I was going to throw up. Like, I don't know. I just really, really felt sick to my stomach. It was not good. And luckily, I like slept at Tara's and slept it off. And then I went home first thing in the morning to go get ready and do this whole thing all over again. So, you know, that sometimes happens. Not every night you're going to feel great. Um, So I went into Saturday knowing like I needed to be more hydrated. I needed to drink less and I needed to eat more. So that was like my game plan going into it. So Saturday was a big day for me because I had planned to do a meetup with like all my fam, all my YouTube subscribers, like people who listen to the podcast. And I always get so nervous before doing it because I'm like, I don't know who's going to show up. And it's a lot of pressure and people are just like kind of gather around you and stare at you. And I'm, I feel like I have to be like very on and like energetic. But when I get there and I'm when I'm in person it like all the nerves go away and I'm just so fucking excited so I hope that came across when I got to meet you guys but I went into Saturday like knowing I had a, a big day ahead of me um, again I went with my little Tara and my best friend Vicky so it was just like a girl's day it was just the three of us um the first thing we did when we went in I said I was gonna take it easy we went to the Svedka bar so that was one thing that I really liked about Izu they do have these like sponsored areas so it was like a Svedka rosé bar that was really cute and they had like a little photo op um, and we had like frosé again it was very hot on Saturday um, so I ended up kind of like switching up my outfits a little bit I wore the outfit I wanted to wear Sunday on Saturday and it came with I had this beautiful long um, fur, like fuzzy sparkly black kimono that the raving princess made for me and I knew it was going to be too hot so I packed that in my um, lunchbox for later in the day and that was the best decision ever so I had my little sweet electric wear bodysuit on I had this like really cute freedom rave wear belt and these little fishnets it was adorable um so it was so cool I, I do remember meeting Michelle one of the first um sets we went to was 3 p.m Croatia squad and Michelle was there and she had me sign her arm with her liquid lipstick which has never happened to me it was a moment I got it on film it was so cool so it was so nice meeting you um Croatia squad let's talk about it never had seen him holy shit best thing ever it was so fucking fun that was one of the sets I was talking about it was 3 p.m and the crowd was going absolutely nuts in this little stage oh god I just love that kind of house music um I'd never seen him so that was so much fun what a great way to like kick off the day um we went and we ate I forget what I had I think I had chicken fingers and fries on Saturday so we definitely we made sure that we were like eating and then at four o'clock sharp was the meetup and we met at the subway car installation which was really really beautiful um Izu doesn't have like too many art installations I feel like they could do with like a couple more but the ones that they did have were beautiful. They have like the Izu letters. They still have a bunch of like the animals you can take pictures in front of. And I think there was this like school bus thing. But they didn't go that crazy with art installations this year. Um, but the subway car was a great one. So I have tons of pictures at that uh, at that little subway car. So meetup was, like I said, incredible. Um, so many people came out it, like from all different places. And people I have been talking to online that I finally got to put like a face to, a name. And. I got to trade incredible candy and everyone was just like so thoughtful and everyone has a different story and yeah it just tr truly blows my mind and it just like gives me so much motivation and it reminds me why I do this every week and I make my videos and hearing people say like they were at Izu because they watch my videos and like I encourage them to go is like the best compliment I can ever get and I'm just like so happy because I don't know I've said this before music festivals have just like given my life so much and EDM has given my life so much so I just want like I encourage people to go out and some people were there solo which was really cool and it was the best it was so nice meeting everyone Gabriel Jamie um everybody that came out from Minneapolis Silvio like everybody was so so fucking nice meeting you guys in person and getting to hang with you and chat with you so um that went so well and I can't wait to do I'm doing a meetup at um Imagine Music Festival and I'm going to EDC Orlando so you guys can expect more meetups um, after that, what do we do? We went and saw Dom Dalla, which was my first time doing that. Actually, no. Pause. 
back it up for a second. We had a situation on Saturday. Um, so one of the cons, Izu only has two areas for water refills. Okay, we filled up at the beginning of the day, but again, it's 80 something degrees. It's extremely hot. I went to go fill my lunchbox up again. Complete and utter chaos. They did not have uh, attendees filling up your water. You had to do it yourself. The line we waited, I believe it was 45 to 50 minutes to fill up our water. So we got to Domdala late, which I've never seen Domdala, and I was really excited about it. And we were supposed to go meet up with the Chicago Shufflers there. I promised them I would come. So it was the most infuriating thing ever, especially like when you're sober and people online are like drunk or they're high and they're not paying attention and they're just standing there taking up space. And we would have people in front of us who like their friends would all of a sudden cut through the crowd with food and then come stand on the fucking line in front of you just taking up space with, without camelbacks, without whatever. It, it was just like the most insane crowd. There, I said so many times, I was like, why are we doing this? I'd rather just spend the money on the water bottles at this point. But like it's it's not fair because like you it should be for free and it should be something that's like not this hard to get, especially when Izu is sitting there preaching to stay hydrated and to stay safe. But then they have that. So I don't know. So that was like one major, major con. I know a lot of people were complaining about that, but we ended up going to Dom Dallas set and it was really good. But we were kind of like all the way in the back. And again, the all my friends tent um, is very cramped. So his set was really good, but I feel like we didn't get to like fully, fully enjoy it. I did get to have a lemonade on Saturday, you guys. Holy crap. Renegade lemonade. I have a picture of it. I got the blueberry flavor Saturday and Sunday. Guys, it's up there with the EDC lemonade, if not better. It was very sweet, but highly recommend. I really loved it. So that was really, really good. Um, What else happened Saturday? I got to see my cousins, my cousins, Dina and Leah. Uh, Dina was working the festival um, so I got to see her and she was like hauling ass all weekend and absolutely killing it. She's a hustler. So it was so good seeing her. And then we went to uh, Eric Pridd's stage because it was the Prida or Prida. I always screw it up. Prida. Sorry, guys. Um, but I say Prida Arena. Oh, my God. <sighs> Where do I even begin? Highlight of my life. Uh, like, honestly, I think, I think I have the order of sets later. It was my number two of the whole weekend, but one of the best sets I've ever seen him do, like ever. All right, I just Googled it and I think it might be Prida, but that's weird because it's Eric Prids. Anyway, so he has his two aliases. He has Eric Prids, he has Prida, Prida, and then he has Serez D. So since this was the Prida 10, I knew it was going to be more of that kind of music and that's like my favorite alias of his and I really, really like that sound. Um, it, they all sound a little similar, but like one, like I said, Serez D is more like dark, dark techno. And then Eric Pritz is his more mainstream stuff that he puts like a lot of stuff out on like his actual name and then Prida or Prida. I'm sorry. I just don't want to get it wrong now. People are going to yell at me. Um, is more like melodic, like very, very more dancey. And I just find it very like euphoric and the beats are just like pure heaven. So oh, Saturday, I didn't mention this. Saturday we had VIP for the day. Um, I'm a member of Pollen. So I promote for festivals. And if I sell tickets, I earn points. So I earned VIP passes for me, Tara and Vicky that day, which was really incredible because I had never done VIP. So now I can like speak to that experience. Um, we didn't take too much advantage of it, but I'll, I'll talk about it in a little bit. So anyway, we get to that stage and we knew it was going to be fucking packed because it's Eric Prids. And this stage was much, much bigger, but we went to go in the front and we noticed that this there was like this little area in the front that was sort of like uh, fenced in, like a little gate was there. And I was like, I wonder if that's like VIP or if those are like family members or like, I don't know what that is. And I asked the security guard. He was like, oh yeah, VIP. So we got to literally go like in front of the stage like we were so close I've never been that close to dad it was fucking incredible I was like this can't be happening this is like this couldn't this is unreal this is unreal so wait till you see my footage from Saturday uh I was in heaven I've never danced so hard I was freaking out um I had my fan because it was so hot uh he did he did a two hour set I think we stayed for an hour and a half um here's the thing though I go to take out my Zound earplugs and they're not in my pocket so they fell out at some point because I was an idiot and I put them in the pocket that I had my sunglasses in and I was taking my sunglasses in and out the whole day. So we're in front of the speakers. It is like uncomfortably loud. Like our like our heart was beating out of our chest. 
it was like shaking us and we were like we can't stay here because it's too loud this is like really really bad so I remembered I had wet wipes in my pocket so Vicky and I ripped up the wet wipes and stuffed those in our ears and you guys it worked I'm not saying it's as good as earplugs but it was better than like fully getting hearing damage from a festival so guys improvise improvise if you can stick something in your ear to protect yourself Um, a couple people around us felt the same way and this one guy was really great he was like if you have a bandana or you have a shirt or whatever tie it around your head and cover your ears because like any layer will like protect you from how loud it is so a couple people around us like tied their bandanas and like had it tightly around their ears Um, so anyway this is gonna be so long it was incredible it was the best thing ever the lasers were so fucking good like the production was so good in that tent like I had the best time everyone was really cool and um Tom from the lunchbox he gave me these like paper like diffraction glasses that said the lunchbox on them I was handed that out like candy left and right like all the people rolling it was amazing watching their faces like fucking light up I have videos of it like I was just handing that out like crazy so everyone was wearing these like lunchbox diffraction glasses it was so so fun So we did that and then we of course had to leave that a little bit early because we went to end our night with Above and Beyond. And you guys, Above and Beyond was my favorite set of the whole weekend. It was one of the best sets I've ever seen them do. Um, Like I said, we had VIP, so we ended up going into the VIP area at Main Stage, which was all the way to the left. It was a really huge area. So I'll pause here just to describe it. Um, You went in and then there was this like really big tent. Uh, So under there, they had a bar and I think they had food and they had all these tables. They had places to sit they had massage therapists they were walking around with hors d'oeuvres which I'm assuming were free so I wish we spent more time in there we really like didn't have that much time and then when you went outside same thing it was this whole like gated area they had uh, an elevated platform section where you could go and see like even better and again seating areas it was cute like they decorated it and stuff Um, they had some photo op stuff and then they had trailer bathrooms which were much much cleaner and really nice so overall I would say next year when I do Saturday and Sunday I would buy VIP because I do think it's worth it and I don't know I'm getting older and I kind of like having my space and I like having nicer bathrooms and like all of those perks so even from what I saw from Saturday I think VIP would be worth it it was also a separate entrance into the festival I forgot to mention we got in in like a minute it was super super quick but security wasn't easier at VIP security was still really tight (laughs) at VIP but anyway so that was the perks there my camera just died but anyway what was I saying yeah above and beyond I love them dearly I know there were a lot of really good artists that were playing at the last time slot on Sunday on Saturday but to me they are the perfect combination of like trance music incredible drops feels like stage presence they have their messages that they put up on the screen if you guys weren't aware they literally type live on a computer and write messages to you throughout the show and their visuals are beautiful and they played like I could cry thinking about it they played so many songs off their we are all we need like album that they had a couple years ago that I haven't heard in years like Vicky and I were dying they played sticky fingers and we are they ended it with we are all we need like I could have cried. I was so happy. Show Me Love is one of my favorite songs. They played their song with Seven Lions. I was singing my heart out. I cannot wait for you guys to see the Saturday footage. Oh my God. But anyway, I could go on and on forever. It was my favorite set of the weekend. It was one of the best above and beyond performances I've ever seen. And truly it was incredible. The sun and moon. Oh my God. So good. So I can't wait to see them because they're playing EDC Orlando and they're playing Imagine. And you bet your ass I'm going to fucking both of those absolutely not going to miss that so Saturday was much much better Um, I felt much better going home I still had like almost I think I had like 26,000 steps on Saturday Uh, my body was definitely like killing me my feet were killing me but um, we ate more and I drank less and I drank way more water so Saturday I left feeling much much better Um, you guys I hate to let you down I never ended up wearing my uh, demonia demonia um, platform boots that I said I was gonna wear to Izu because after night one knowing how badly my feet were in pain I was like you know what nope not doing it I'm not gonna ruin a day of a festival because my feet hurt too bad and some of Izu is grass so I felt like the uneven surface would be good and I want to shuffle and I want to fucking dance and I I don't really care I don't need to stand there and look good for some photos I want to dance and get down dirty so I will try and wear those just to like a show in the city I have so many shows coming up so I will wear them for you um but actually two people had dm'd me on Friday saying that they wore them the first night and that their feet were like hurting them so that was enough for me to be like 
cool, not going to wear those tomorrow or Sunday. So anyway, so I didn't wear any platform shoes. Um, but that's my recap again. Ferry was no problem. We actually, so we were at main stage, which was like the opposite end of where the ferry picked up. So we did have to wait on like a really long line to get on the ferry, but it was never anything bad. Like it was under a half an hour to get on the ferry. Uh, some of the people around us were interesting. I'll say that. Uh, some very young kids with some very colorful language and I, you know, it was interesting. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to keep it classy. So it was funny listening to the conversations on our way home. So Sunday. Sunday was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Uh, it was myself, my little Tara again, Vicky, her boyfriend, Tony, and then my boyfriend, Brian. Um, Tony and Brian like don't really go to festivals. Tony's a little bit more into EDM. It's not really Brian's thing, but I was like, it's a hometown festival. I want you to come out and support. So he was like very happy to come and it was good. We um, again felt very rushed in the morning but we got to Randall's Island uh no problem with the ferry everything was good with that again security was pretty tight on Sunday Sunday going into it I had a lunchbox fam meetup so like you guys know I've talked about it the lunchbox is a hydration pack but they're sort of like more than that at this point obviously um, I'm partnered with them on some videos and it's more about like improving your festival going experience they work with medics at festivals now and they create special edition lunch boxes for the medical staff that are more visible so people can see them in the crowd because they light up and they have like a red cross on them so and that's one cool thing about my lunchbox it has like the wires that light up at night so it's like you know anybody can see you in the crowd and they like blink but anyways they have some really cool initiatives there's this whole like community of people that are the lunchbox fam and I wanted to host a meetup with them because their team couldn't go to Izu so it actually was really cool because some of the founders of the lunchbox friends were at Izu so I got to meet some of their friends and I'll just cut to the meetup the meetup was at 3 30 it was awesome a couple people came out to it the festival finesser who I had on an early episode came out to it so it was really good to finally see him and we all just chatted it was more chill than Saturday so it was nice we were kind of all just talking to each other and interacting a little bit more and like I said it's just more of a community vibe so we got a really cool picture and I was holding up my flag in it and everyone had like every a lot of them had their lunch boxes so that was really really awesome um if you guys want to check them out their website's it's my lunchbox.com and then Instagram is at it's the lunchbox so definitely go show them some love I'm hosting a meetup with them at Imagine and at ADC Orlando I'm pretty sure so I will be with Lunchbox fam there as well but anyway so who did we see on Sunday oh okay so we left so early to get there in time because Io was playing main stage at 2:10, and all of a sudden um Izu posted that rehab had to cancel his performance and it ended up changing the main stage sets so all of a sudden I was lucky I went on Twitter I saw Io tweet that he was coming out at 310. The meetup was at 330. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I was dying to see Io. So anyway, we go and see the start of his set. It was fucking incredible. Techno music. Like, oh, I was so about it. He kills it. I cannot wait to see like a full, full set of his. Oh, and also my friends Sarah and Mike were up from Maryland and they had like their family and friends with them. So like I haven't seen them since EDC Las Vegas. They're in my vlogs. Uh, I met them at EDC 2016 and I've been like they've been a part of my rave fam since then so it was the best getting to see them not just like once a year in Vegas but to see them in New York so so much fun so we were at Iowa with them did the meetup and then we went back to Io and like I said some people from the meetup came so that was so cool so we were all like shuffling I have video of the festival finesse shuffling of calling you out uh so yeah it was the best and we met people in the crowd around there after that we were kind of hopping around I kind of like didn't really stick to a schedule we did a lot of like 20 minutes here 20 minutes there um I saw a little bit a little bit I saw a little bit of whipped cream set I've never seen her she fucking threw down at the hilltop stage so high energy loved it like very heavy at times and it was just cool seeing her like dance around bop around um so I really would love to see like more of her set and then we went to the AMF stage which is the house stage and we caught the end of Eli Brown and then we saw the beginning of Solardo because Solardo was somebody I really had wanted to see totally good vibes was dancing was shuffling 
again, like a little hot in that stage. And some of it can feel like a little repetitive at times. But uh, I really like Salardo. So I thought that was a really good time. What else did we do on Sunday? We, what did we eat? I think we ate chicken fingers and fries. We drank a little bit. I had my tequila drink again. But again, I just wasn't feeling like drinking or doing anything that much this weekend. I don't know. I was kind of like laying low. And the, the older I've gotten, the more I've just enjoyed being sober and literally for the most part besides having a couple drinks I was sober for this festival and it was just like so good it was so good I loved my life I had the best fucking time I had so much energy I was like bopping around having the best time ever um so anyway so that was the sets that we saw and then really quickly I caught the end of Jason Ross he was great like I said sound bleed at Riverside was fucking terrible I kind of we left the festival because I like couldn't hear like half of his set and I was like this is stupid So we left him, which was the best decision because I didn't have this planned, but I got to see all of Alice in Wonderland set and I'm so happy that I did. She is one of those artists that I like was really into her when she was like first coming up and I still like love her music, but I haven't seen her in such a long time and I don't know why. It just was one of those things. Again, maybe it was just like I saw a set the last time that like didn't fully do it for me. So that's like what stuck out in my mind. This was so different. It was fucking awesome. And again, I was like very far back from main stage. You'll see in the footage, I was like dead center and we were like all the way on the grass and our friends Sarah and Mike and them sort of like were camped out and we're just like dancing around their stuff. So we were really far back and I loved it. I thought she had an incredible set. Um, She played some of her older stuff, which is really good. She brought out some lasers. She had some really fun, like, houseier kind of drops. Like, I don't know. I thought she absolutely killed it. And I love hearing her talk. Uh, I just think she's a good person. And I know she's, like, been going through it recently. And she was so happy to be there. And she kind of, like, expressed that. So, yeah, like love her couldn't support her more so that was really fun and so here's the thing here's where we get into the end of the night the end of the night we had planned Armin Van Buren kill the noise and seven lines the whole thing the whole day this was the theme it was like seven lines day literally everyone had seven lines merch on and he was going to be playing Riverside stage which again which this smaller circular stage on top of the hilltop tent and next to the ferry exit so the whole day we were like this is going to be worst case scenario guys we have to get there early we need to be prepared like I had my seven lines perler on he's my favorite artist so we were like mentally preparing for how that was going to go so we ended up splitting up Vicky and Tony stayed at the Ophelia stage because they wanted to see said the sky so they stayed there Brian Tara and I went and met Sarah and Mike and did Alice in Wonderland and then we caught the beginning of Armin Van Buren because I love him it was great I'm really happy we did that and then we made our way over to the stage and caught all of Kill the Noises set and it was awesome or so we thought because we get to the stage and it was like plenty of room. We walked right up towards the front right of the stage which is where we wanted to be because it was further away from the tent and closer to the exit and we were like holy shit look at this this was no problem there's so much room what were we thinking like we thought it was going to be worst case scenario so we get there Kill the Noise one of the most fun sets of the whole weekend. I loved it like I don't talk about bass music a lot, but like that was a fucking fun set and he played some like heavier stuff. He played Slipknot like, oh my God, his Dolphin song with Dylan Francis killed me. I was cracking up. But anyway, needless to say, it ended up being one of my favorite sets of the whole weekend. I fucking loved it. Brian hated it. (laughs) He does not like any of that headbanging stuff like whatsoever. But here's here's where we made a fatal mistake, my friends. Fatal, fatal mistake. Brian and I got big can of beer each I got it like a Tecate I've never even had that before and he had a Heineken and so we're drinking that because we were like let's just have a drink it'll be nice and then like going to Seven Lions it'll be good so we finish that beer I'm feeling fine we watch all of Kill the Noise set it starts filling in it's filling in it's getting really really cramped and people start shoving a little bit and again up until this point I thought the crowd was really good. I hadn't had an issue with anybody. Of course, there's people here and there with like a little bit of pushing, but nothing bad. The vibes have been so good in the crowd all weekend. So we get to this point, everyone's shoving in and then Seven Lions comes on and it's like packed in like sardines. But I was so happy. I didn't care. And he's the best. He's the absolute best. And Brian looks at me. He's like, I have to pee. I'm like, but then I thought about it and I was like, fuck I really have to pee and I kept saying to myself Emma like hold it no matter what hold it but like we drank really big beers and I regret it now and I was like I'm not letting you go alone like I'm gonna pee my pants so like I have to come with you so I'm like incredibly good at navigating crowds you guys that's why I'm the rave mom like a crowd doesn't phase me a big like it just doesn't bother me I'm like used to it at this point so I was like let me lead the way 
okay, I can't even describe this. Anyone who's there knows it was one of the scariest moments of my life. I cannot exaggerate how packed it was, how horribly planned it was. It was terrifying. We walked to the back of the stage. There was no break. There was no walkway. There was no room to move. It was just bodies in every direction you looked, just stacked up against the back fence, blocking the exits, blocking the bathroom. We turned to the right to like go towards where the porta potty was, and it was just like complete and utter chaos. Everyone was packed in you basically like weren't even walking you were just being shoved in no particular sorry in no particular direction there was no flow people were just standing and not moving and everyone at that point just started like shoving as hard as they could like I thought Brian was gonna lose it I got like my heart was racing I thought I was gonna have a panic attack I looked at the one security guard who was behind this little gate cramped in like tight and I was like this is I said to him I was like this is really really bad he was like what do you mean what's going on in there and I was like this is horrible this is going to be a stampede if god forbid there's a fucking emergency this is literally terrible and I was like you should call people you need to have police in here this is like insane and we finally like Brian and I looked at each other we were like do we go back what do we do there's nowhere to go there was nowhere to go So I know I'm like making this sound like a big thing, but I I can't stress enough how scary it was. Like everyone around us was deer in headlights, like freaking out. And this couple behind me like grabbed onto me and they were like, can we follow you into the bathroom? And I was like, sure. So I like grabbed this random girl's hand and Brian just like shoved through the crowd. And we finally got to the bathrooms, which were complete chaos, right? It's pitch black. The music is blaring loud. Half the people here are fucked up. Like it just was a complete mess. So he and I ended up going into like one of those bigger bathrooms together because I did not even want to be separated from him so I was like no we're going in the porta potty together so we went to the bathroom we came out and he was like I'm not fucking going back in that crowd like I don't care what are we gonna do so I was like I'm not going back in there either are you kidding me because they were standing near like a totem and they were like come back you guys try and find us I was like bitch we are not going back in that crowd are you kidding me so we ended up going against the fence that was like the end of the festival and we stood all the way in the back for seven lions and looking back on it do I wish I like do I wish I didn't drink that beer yeah of course because then we wouldn't have had to like leave our friends and I would have been like way up front for my favorite artist so was seven lions the best set of in my opinion musically yeah I mean I heard everything it was incredible but like I said the environment around you completely affects how you feel about a set. So I feel like I'm not remembering it as the best time just because I went through that. If that makes sense to anybody out there, because yeah, like I, I'll just always remember that crowd more than I will the music. And then I had to like be all the way in the back and the music was clearly loud. Like I still enjoyed myself, but it's just not going to be one of my favorite Seven Lions memories, unfortunately. So that was a huge bummer for me because like I can't even describe it. It was a huge bummer for me, but it was actually good because Brian and I got to be alone and we got to like hang out and be like sappy and lovey-dovey like all the way in the back and then the coolest moment happened I don't know if anybody follows them on Instagram but Pamela and Vanessa Secco the Secco tribe or the Secco family uh they're like all these ravers and the mom and dad like make all of their outfits for them they were standing in the very back and they had their Secco tribe flag and I recognized them immediately they all had these like feathered costumes on and I freaked out because I had been looking for them all fucking weekend and I was like oh my god I'm nervous and Brian was like you have to go say hi like go up there and say hi so I ran up and they were really busy but the brother um ended up saying like was talking to me for a second and then I went all the way back to Brian and then Van Seco and her mom walked by and I stopped her and I was like oh my god I watched your EDC Orlando like I was fangirling I was like I watched your EDC Orlando vlog the other day you guys are so cool like your outfits are all amazing like you do such a great job and her mom like gave me the biggest hug and then she gave me a hug they were so sweet um so it just was so cool like seeing them and meeting them in person so that was really really awesome they like made me whole night and that just turned the night around and then I was in such a good mood um but yeah guys that crowd and we were watching people because like people were trying to get to the exit and just get out of the festival because the Manhattan Bridge exit was that way and the ferry exit was that way and people couldn't even get through it was the worst placement of a stage I've ever goddamn seen it could have it could have been bad let's just say that they're lucky that it wasn't worse because it could have been bad in that scenario. But that's how we ended the festival and we were right near the ferry exit so it was good. We like went right outside and like didn't have to wait that long and then we were home and wow did every bone in my body hurt. My neck hurt, my back hurt, my feet hurt. It was all painful. <laughs> and then yeah and then yesterday I just used to recover and clearly I'm still not recovered. I still have shit lying around my house. I haven't unpacked my lunchbox. I haven't unpacked anything 
But all in all, you guys, that was my electric zoo experience. I hope you guys enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, through and through with everything being said, I couldn't recommend it more. Um, I truly hope they improve on a couple things. I will really quickly at the end of this episode here, guys, I am going to give you um, my pros and cons list and my favorite sets list here. So let's go through it. Okay, favorite sets of the weekend. The, the top ones are in order and then after that, no order. But like I said, Above and Beyond was my favorite of the weekend just because it like it was the right vibe. It was a perfect set for me. Eric Prid's day two set was my number two. This is tricky. I put Walker and Royce as number three. I think it was just the perfect combination of a good crowd, a vibe in that tent, an amazing set, just overall perfect combination. Right after that, though, would be Oliver Heldens, of course. Um, I still had Seven Lions as number five just because I love his music so much. Um, but again, like these are kind of in no order at this point. I really enjoyed Alice in Wonderland set. I really enjoyed what I saw of Io. Kill the Noise, so much fun. Highly, highly recommend. Croatia Squad would see again in a heartbeat. Uh, Cascade, I loved his set. I mean, he's a legend. He deserves everything, like all the success he has in the world. Couldn't recommend him more. Nitty Gritty, Solardo, and Whipped Cream. Um, those were ones that I only caught like 25 minutes of, if that. But I liked what I heard, and I would see them again. So those are my favorite sets of the weekend. Uh, and there were so many more. I Honestly, everything I heard was good. But that's what I, I truly, truly enjoyed. Um, okay, pros and pros and cons so pros the things that I liked that I thought that the festival did well number one like I said the vibes and the people I personally it was my experience thought the crowd was great I met so many incredible people even the people at the meetup like my subscribers um, to just the people we met around us at like the tents and at the different stages um Truly, I didn't have any complaints. Like I, I heard, of course, not everyone's going to be perfect. Like there might have been some shoving here and then, but no one seemed to bother us that much. I really didn't experience too much shoving until Seven Lions Day. So overall, I really thought the vibes and the people were great. Lineup, of course, at the lineup, they killed it with this year. Um, I thought the VIP experience was really good on Saturday. Um, again, I don't have the pricing here like in front of me right now, but I can talk a little bit more about it. And I feel like we didn't like fully take advantage. Like I don't even know what other perks there were to the VIP experience because we just did the, the area and main stage and we did the, the, um, the bathrooms and the entrance at the ferry entrance. But I thought it was worth it and I would probably do VIP next year. The sponsored areas. I thought the Sveka Rose, Rose Bar was really good. And I think they had a Kia area that looked funny, but we didn't go in there. Um, I liked the 21 plus areas. I will say that I like that Izu does that because it gives you the opportunity to have like a less crowded area. There are places to sit in there and you can kind of just like chill and hang out. And I liked that. And the one 21 plus area in between Hilltop and Riverside had trailer bathrooms and that was for GA and for VIP. So that was cool. So we, if you wanted like a nicer bathroom, sometimes we like waited to go until we were in the trailer. Okay. Sorry. I had to take a sip of my wine. <laughs> My throat is like literally killing me. Okay, other positives. I liked main stage. I really, truly think it was beautiful. They had this awesome like script neon electric zoo sign at the top that like glowed and lit up at night. And I feel like they could have done more like pyro and more fireworks. They had it, but I feel like they didn't really use it. Um, so I think they could up that next year, but I thought the main stage design was good. Um, production and stereo systems at the stage when you were up in them, great sound sound was great I thought that was good um our installations are kind of on my pros and cons list the ones they had I, I really liked them I took lots of pictures with them but I think they could have had more I would like to see them do more with that in the future plenty of bathrooms is my next tip I will say that I felt like they had more porta potties I don't know if that's true but like we never had an issue getting to a bathroom. I thought that they had like the placement of everything was good and they had plenty of them. We had paper paper towels. We had toilet paper the whole weekend in every bathroom I went to and there was still Purell in some of them. Tara and I, I remember came out one time and we were like, I'm shocked that these bathrooms are not more disgusting. So that was good. Um, the ferry system was a plus. I thought that that worked really well. We had no issue with transportation. Um, at main stage, they had these um, spraying like basically massive misters that were like spraying people and misting people with water at main stage. So that was really nice because that felt amazing. 
Uh, I liked how dressed up everyone gets. That's one thing about Izu. Like it's a range of people, but um, people get really into it. So you can fully go out like all out with your costumes, with your festival outfits. Uh, and people wear a lot of candy still. Like it's still New York City. So you have people in like normal clothes too. But I love that people get into it. Um, another positive, like I just mentioned, the range in age. This definitely did not skew that young. Like we saw a lot of people that were in like their 30s, 40s plus and not just in the VIP area. Um, it depended on the set you were at, but like at Prids in the tent, it was older um, at Above and Beyond. I had people around me that were like parents age. So I liked seeing that. It made me happy. We were like people are coming out just to enjoy the music. So that was good. And lastly, timing. I like that it ends at 11 p.m. just because I personally got home to New Jersey at 1 a.m. and I had enough time to sleep and still like wake up in the morning. So I liked that. I felt like the timing of like 1 p.m. to 11 p.m. was plenty of time. Cons. What didn't go well? Everything was cramped. Uh, The placement of the stages was dumb to me. It just like felt like things were on top of each other and sound bleed was a complete issue. There would be areas you were standing in where you could hear three stages. Again, Riverside, I think, was the worst stage right by the exit. If you were on the left side of it, you heard the fucking bass music because like the placement of the stages was horrible. You put a trance stage on top of a a dubstep stage. Like, of course, you're going to fucking hear the dubstep over said the sky. Like it just the placement of it was terrible. Um, They didn't have enough water refill stations. Uh, You like need to have attendees to help move things along or get security there or get rails to have some sort of order. Um, And 50 minutes to get water is absolutely ridiculous. So not a fan of that. Uh, There were a lot of people sitting on the ground at this festival in the middle of sets in the middle of stages. I don't know what was wrong with people like walking around the festival is one thing, but I almost stepped on so many people and I didn't even feel bad about it at the end because I was like you're sitting in the middle of the fucking prids like area so I don't feel bad for stepping on you because this is like ridiculous so that was a weird I saw that everywhere um security and the strict prohibited prohibited items list um Brian like went and built me like a pvc pipe like or a pvc pole for my flag because it said no metal poles and then like half the people there had metal poles for their flags so I don't really understand. But um, yeah, they have a very strict list of items you can't bring in. Um, obviously, the Seven Lions mess catastrophe was a huge con for me. I was not a fan. Um, the AMF tent, like I said, overall, the vibes were incredible. But the way that it was set up, it was kind of hard to get into because it would all crowd on the left side because there was only opening on the left side. It was extremely hot. There wasn't enough ventilation in there. And they didn't really do much with it. Like the stage and like the lighting and like the LED screens and stuff was cool but like the tent wasn't decorated they didn't really do that much to it so I don't know that was okay people cutting on the ferry line one of the worst things about the weekend it's already late we've all been standing on this ferry line and people would just like Vicky can attest to this we were about to pop off people would just walk up next to you and just start walking like in the tiny little space that's around you and everyone was like where are you guys going? And they were like, oh, our friends are up ahead. We were like, no, the fuck, they're not up ahead. This is ridiculous. So people were almost getting getting in fights in the ferry line. So word to the wise, if your friends are all the way up ahead, then you should have left earlier. And it's rude to cut through a whole line of people. That sucks for you. You left late. Stand in the back of the line with everybody else. Don't be rude and cut all these people who got there early and got there on time. Like you're going to have to split up for a while. I'm sorry. Pricing. Pricing was terrible, you guys. And like, Again, if you buy early, then you'll save more money. But um, I went to get a locker because I was like, oh, it would just be nice to store stuff in it. It was $70 for a locker for the whole weekend. Why is a locker goddamn $70? That's ridiculous. The ferry pass was over 60 bucks or around that. It's just like their pricing for some things was insane to me. And like, I don't understand why it's that high. Um, And like I said, drinks and food inside, like $14 for chicken fingers and fries. Like, I don't know. Some things were a little bit ridiculous um last thing the update of the app and the information provided I thought their timing was horrible they put the map out three days before and they dropped the set times the Monday like the week of the festival uh I just don't know why you wait that long I think it was like really inconvenient for people who are trying to plan things it's I mean it's inconvenient for me as a content creator because I'm 
trying to make videos around this stuff so leaving everything to the last minute but like why are you waiting that long to put the map out like what's so big of what's like that big of a deal about putting a map out so I don't know and I didn't think their customer service was great I mean anytime I reached out to them tweeted them dm them I never got an answer once never ever so yeah, I, I think like EDC Las Vegas will answer you. I think Insomniac's like customer service is like way better than that. So I think they could do better there. And I think that's it. I think that my other things to note, I think I covered everything. Rave culture podcast flag. I got to represent, bring that. All right, you guys, but that is all the thoughts I have on Electric Zoo 2019. That is my full recap of the festival. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed hearing me rant and go on for an hour about this, but I really just want to let you guys know like what the actual experience is like and how everything went. Um, and again, you guys can check out my vlogs on my channel. Day one is up. Day two and three are coming. And I might do another festival recap on my channel as well. So stay tuned for that. Um, you guys can follow along with us at Rave Culture Cast on Instagram and Twitter and at Emma Capotis on Instagram and Twitter for my personal account. And yeah, please send in your submissions for the massive Q&A episode. Again, um, voice memos, submissions, topics you want me to cover, questions you have for me, advice you need. Send it all to raveculturecast at gmail.com. Raveculturecast at gmail.com. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Please rate and review us on iTunes and you know, subscribe to my YouTube channel. What else do I have to plug here? Screenshot and share your screens, you guys. Spread the word about this. And yeah, any of your rave family who came to Izu, please share this episode with them. I would love it if you guys um, just spread the word about the podcast. Thank you again to everyone who came out to both of the meetups. Uh, I hope to see you guys at Imagine Music Festival and at EDC Orlando or just at a show this fall in New York City. Uh, That's all I've got for you guys. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next Wednesday. Bye guys.